Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Two Beards Talking. I am Daniel Sanders. And I am drinking coffee and still Matt Lasseter. You're a dick. <laughs> Fuck you and your coffee. That's good. Fuck you and your coffee. You love it. I hate you. It's all right. <laughs> oh, man. So like we always do at the start of every show here, we want to give a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. And it is official. The results are in. I am positive for the Coronades. Yes, and Tommy Tuberville beat Sessions. Yes, those results are also in. As a matter of fact, <laughs> he didn't just beat him, Sessions conceded. <laughs> he beat him soundly. But I, yeah, don't, so I don't even think all of the polls were closed when Sessions was like, yeah, I'm just going to bow out. Hey, man, when you're beat, you're beat. So, uh, yeah, so it's official. You have, you have the Coronades. Yes, uh, yes, I do. And you know, Which I don't, I don't, I don't know if maybe I'm just uh, one of the asymptomatic ones, or, um, you know, hell, maybe, maybe fucking this shit really isn't as bad as they're making it out to be. I don't know. Like, um, you know, I was running a fever last week, and that's really the only symptom that I've had. I've, um, I won't say that's the only symptom that I've had. Uh, my throat has been a little bit drier than normal. Um, but aside from that, yeah, I mean, I'll say that I was in the car with you uh, before you realized that you had the coronades, and there's no way to be six feet away from you. And I either didn't get it, am asymptomatic, or have already, already had it and can't get it again. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so why well, don't I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm leaning towards you probably already had it. And if that's the case, it's power sniffles 5,000 and that's all it is. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it hadn't even really been that for me. Um, you know, like I said, aside from the fever and they're there for a short period, my throat was just drier than normal. It's, 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 it's really not been that bad. Yeah. I, uh... You know, I could, I, I could see... Where, uh, you know, somebody who already has a compromised immune system or something to that effect might, uh, might, might be a little bit greater risk, but I mean, you know, a healthy individual such as myself, I wouldn't even consider myself healthy to be honest. Yeah, as he lights a cigarette. No, no, no. I, I just put one out. I am, I am conserving as far as that goes. Usually I'm between a half a pack and a pack a day, unless I'm at work and then it's more like two packs a day. Um, but no, um, here lately it's uh, it's been a half a pack or less. So, well, so I want I want to talk real quick about old Meemaw Ivy. Old Meemaw Ivy. Old Meemaw Ivy. Are we talking about how Meemaw's now making it mandatory for everybody to wear a mask? I mean, she said the words. I don't mean it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see it being, I don't, I don't, I won't say I don't see it happening. I will say I don't see a whole lot of law enforcement agencies in this state enforcing it. Well, I can tell you this. If I decide I'm going to go somewhere to like, let's say do grocery shopping. And I go to walk into a said place and they say, oh, you can't come in here because you don't have a mask on. I'll be like, well, no, 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 I can. Um, you can call the cops if you want. And then when the cops show up and they're like, well, we're going to have to fine you for not wearing a mask. And they hand me that stupid fucking ticket. I'm going to look at him and go, well, you might as well go ahead and issue a warrant for my arrest because I'm not paying this. And the moment I get arrested, I'm just going to make my one phone call to the lawyer and be like, so you want to be a millionaire? <laughs> we're about to sue the fucking state. Is that, is that, is that your Regis Philbin right there? Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's my who wants to be a millionaire moment. <laughs> oh, and, uh, Jesus. I'm going to sue, I'm going to sue the state. They're going to settle out of court. I'm still going to get a couple hundred grand. 
and we're going to call it a day. I'd, I'd be, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain over, you know, a couple hundred grand, quarter of a mil. I'm I mean, not... shit. And all I got to do is spend one night in jail. Deal. Yeah. 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 I could see, I could see that happening. And then, you know, I'll have the money I want and, uh, you know, cool shit will follow. Cool shit will follow indeed. So I'm uh, I'm I'm actively waiting on this. Di- it's supposed to, it was supposed to go into effect an hour and a half ago. So it's five, five o'clock today. Are you are you going to like just wait and freaking find somewhere to go to to wear a mask or to not wear a mask rather? Well, see, at work I have no choice. They'll fire me. <laughs> so that's like fucking I, RTI. I have to I have to put a mask over my face. Um, in theory, I can probably pull it down. Well, no, 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 no. Does it specify what kind of mask? No, it doesn't. Get you a Batman mask. I'm I'm seriously thinking about taking the mask I have and cutting a big ass hole in it, to where you can see my nose and mouth. I mean, like it didn't say it had to cover. It just said I had to have one on. Get you a Batman mask. It doesn't specify what kind of mask. That's true. That is true. Or, just get a, just get some 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 women's panties and cut the back out. Yeah, there you go. Sew it up and just put put some, like a lace thong over my face. Or you could get, or you could get you a bane mask. Mm. You just yeah. gotta make sure you get the one that has the bane voice modulator in it too, so that way when you talk you sound like bane. Well, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. You notice how Bane kind of sounds like a Darth Vader if Sean Connery did his voice? Wasn't that Tom Hardy that did Bane? It was Tom Hardy that played Bane. I don't know if he did the voice, too, though. I would assume he did the voice. I mean, he is British. But, yeah, have you noticed that that Bane uh, from the Christopher Nolan Batman, it sounds like Sean Connery speaking through Darth Vader's mask? Yeah. Well, I actually, no. It sounds like the guy that did Sean Connery on Celebrity Jeopardy. Yes, yes, from Saturday Night Live, yes. <laughs> Doing, speaking through Darth Vader's mouth. <laughs> oh, man, that's, you, and, like, I was, I was watching that, um, I was watching that the other night, and, uh, like, I was sitting there going, that voice sounds so familiar, but it doesn't sound like Tom Hardy is, and it finally just clicked in my head. That sounds like Sean Connery. And then when you said the guy that plays Sean Connery on Saturday Night Live, then it just clicked even worse. And it's like, oh shit, I wonder if that really is him. <laughs> I mean, we all know it wasn't uh, James Earl Jones in Darth Vader's bodysuit. It was just the voice. So, yeah. I mean, you never know. But we didn't come here to tell you that. Man. Yeah, no, I'm still I'm still not feeling anything. I, you know, like I said, I don't know if I'm one of the asymptomatic ones or like I said, maybe it's just not as bad as they're trying to get people to believe it is. <coughs> eh, well, uh, I you, still you, say you uh, coughed. You got the Rona. Uh, what? No, I got the smoker. That's what I got. But uh, I did I did some precursor research just now, and uh, that was Tom Hardy's voice. Oh, well, if it's on the internet, then it has to be true. Yeah, it, but it wasn't Wikipedia, so it's really true. Oh, okay, okay, okay. As long as it wasn't Wikipedia, then we're good. Yeah. So, uh. moving on. We've uh, we've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks. Well, it finally happened. We finally have brought it back. If you've been listening to us since, oh God, when did we start this? Probably about uh, right after our first month after we got started a couple years ago. Yeah, it wasn't long. Um, we started what was known as Crybaby of the Week. And we carried it on for a while. Um, Amazon.com. What? <laughs> uh, you, my, my phone's been done shit. <laughs> you watching shit on Amazon.com? <laughs> I don't know what the hell that video was. Continue. <laughs> All right, continuing on. So like I said, um, 
you know, we started this little segment uh, called Crybaby of the Week, and it was usually done at the start of the show. Um, so we have brought it back, and we have our first Crybaby of the Week, and it is Nick Cannon. Matt, tell them why Nick Cannon is the Crybaby of the Week. Well, I mean, he, he said some pretty fucked up shit about the Jews. That didn't earn him the honors, because um, that's not what crybabies do. Uh, Even he, the comments that he just recently made about white people. Yeah. That, that, that's not what earned him the honors. What earned him the honors was Viacom CBS terminated. They severed all ties with Nick Cannon after the anti-Semitic comments that he made last year on his show. And then most recently, just a few days ago, uh, the comments that he made about white people. How, uh, um, let me, let me get the article pulled up here just so I can, uh, uh, here we go. Uh, the people that don't have melanin are a little less, uh, Cannon said claiming when they were sent to the mountains of Caucasus, the sun then started to deteriorate them. So then they're acting out of fear. They're acting out of low self-esteem. They're acting out of a Efficiency. Basically, he's saying people with a lack of melanin, i.e. white people, are inferior. They're savages. He, he actually, uh, they're acting as animals. So they're the ones that are actually closer to animals. They're the ones that are actually the true savages. That is what Nick Cannon said, referring to white people. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really, it doesn't affect me, really. I don't care. No, no. <laughs> But this is what earned him his Crybaby of the Week honors. After Viacom CBS um, terminated with Nick Cannon, he came out like the very next day uh, demanding an apology. He wants to uh, he want he wants to keep ownership of his Wild and Out brand uh, that he. Uh, apparently he was the brainchild behind it. He created it, so on and so forth. He wants to keep it, and uh, he's demanding an apology for backdoor bullying and all this other crap from uh, Viacom. Like, how in the hell are you going to say the shit that he said, and then when you get terminated, turn around and demand an apology from the people who terminated you? Well, I mean... That's, I would say, that's part of his uh, rich privilege. Because yeah. I, I don't care. There, There's no such thing as white privilege. There's no such thing as black privilege or Asian privilege. There is, however, class privilege. Oh, absolutely. And if you're, if you're a rich person in America, you have certain privileges that poor people don't have. And uh, he's one of the rich people. So he has those privileges. So he's going to be like, oh, you know, uh, you, you should give me my job back and crying about all this. No, man. No, you don't get to say fucked up shit, get fired, and then demand your job back. That's just not how that works. Now, here, here's what's funny. And in, uh, I'm reading this article on the National Post. Um Nick Cannon said, anyone who knows me knows that I have no hate in my heart nor malice intentions. I do not condone hate speech nor the spread of hateful rhetoric. What was it? Because I know you've got the article pulled up there in front of you. What was it that Professor Griff, uh, Richard Griffin, said about Jewish people on Nick Cannon's show? Uh, He said... The Jews are wicked, and we can prove this. He also said the Jews were responsible for the majority of wickedness that goes on across the globe. Uh, Mr. Griffin doubled down on his past remarks and about the influence of Jewish people on the music and media industries. I'm hated now because I told the truth, Mr. Griffin said. Cannon said, you're speaking facts. That's the reason, there's no reason to be scared of anything when you're speaking the truth. Uh, Cannon went on to say it was an honor to have the legend, Mr. Griffin, on his podcast. He also said it was a shame that Louis Farrakhan, minister known for his history of anti-Semitic comments, had been silenced on Facebook. Uh, 
Cannon said it was comparable. Cannon said that the Jew, the Jewish people's power was comparable to the Rothschilds of the of, of the banking world. He said, I find it, he said, I find myself wanting to debate this idea and it gets real wishy and washy and unclear for me when we give so much power to the theys and the theys then turn into Illuminati, the Zionists, the Rothschilds. Uh, he echoed Mr. Griffin's remarks about how black people are Semitic people by definition and that Semitic people are not white. You can't be anti-Semitic when you are a Semitic, Semitic people. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Um, so that that's like saying white people can't be racist against white people. It no, you can. It's completely possible to be racist against your uh, against yourself. So, uh, Richard Griffin basically made the comment that um, Jewish people are wicked. Yes, and then. Nick Cannon agrees with him and then furthers it by saying, uh, by, by, by agreeing with him and then repeating basically what Griffin said. Yeah, pretty much. But, but, but he just said right here, I do not condone hate speech nor the spread of hateful rhetoric. Well, he's also praising Louis Farrakhan. Who has said some really fucked up shit about the Jewish people. Uh, yeah. But he doesn't condone the spread of hateful rhetoric. You see, the, the, the real issue here is that's what Nick Cannon felt okay saying publicly. What you should really be worried about is what does he not say publicly? Because I guarantee you it's ten times worse. What does he say behind closed doors when the cameras and the microphones aren't rolling? Exactly. Because it's, I guarantee you it's ten times worse. Because if you'll say that publicly, you'll say way worse shit when, you're, when you think no one's listening. Oh, yes. That's, that is the, that is the, that, that's, that's how racist and anti-Semites work. They'll see where the line is and go, okay, well, here's the line I can't cross. So I can get right up to the line, but behind closed doors, I can say what I want. And that's the problem I have. If you really want to end racism in this country, you need to stop. And I mean this with sincerity, stop putting a limit on what people can say. Stop with the censorship of of speech, because if we allow these people to say their fucked up shit, we'll go, okay, well, we know who you are and we know to stay away from you. We know what you're about, and we know not to allow you to partake in these ventures that give you the power to say these things and get followers behind you. Absolutely. So, Nick Cannon, this one's for you. <laughs> and I, I, like the ori- I like the original baby cry we had better. We're going to have to look for that one. Yeah, I'll have to find it again, but... Yeah, I'm not hating that one. I mean, I don't hate it. It's just not, it's not the original. It's not, it's not. But, you know, times have changed. The show has changed. We've changed. Changes had to be made. We've grown as people. We have grown as people. Have we really, though? I've grown into more of an asshole. (laughs) I'm just being honest. I mean, yeah, you have, you have, but I have too. Well, I kind of, I kind of want to get back to what we we're talking about, even though the segment's technically done. Oh no, 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 no! I didn't say the segment was done. I'm just, you know, we we were throwing that out there for good old Nick. Well, he he said that he is descendant of some of that that black people are Semitic, so they can't be anti-Semitic. How dare you? Yeah, thanks, Greta. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I don't. A lot of people probably don't know what the definition of Semitic is, and the first definition is relating to or denoting a family of languages that includes Hebrew, Arabic, Aramaic, and certain ancient languages such as Phoenician, Akkadian, constituting to the uh, main subgroup of the 
Afro-Asiatic family. So, he said that he can't be anti-Semitic because he is Semitic. Well, Arabic, Muslims, a lot of them don't like Jews. Yep. But they're, they're Semitic people. You're telling me they can't be anti-Semitic? Why is that? Why, why, why do we say that just because you are something, you can't be the anti of that something? Well, like, if you're, if you're a black person, why can't you be racist against black people? I mean, and, and that's the thing about it. That's like saying, uh, you know, like you pointed out before the show started out, uh, a white person can't be racist against a white person, or a black person can't be racist against a black person. Yes, you fucking can. Yeah, you, you really can. I mean, if at its base, all racism really is, if you think about it, is just saying that you are superior to that person and, based on certain attributes in your life. And here's here's the thing about it. You know, I'm sure that there are people out there listening right now going, well, how can a white person be racist against a white person? How can a black person be racist against a black person? Matt, if I call you a fucking honky-ass cracker, and I mean it with every ounce of my fucking being, I'm still racist. Yeah. You can be racist against your own race. To, to, to say that you can, that's like saying that white people can't murder white people. Yes, they can. Anything you can do to other people, you can do to people of your own race. So to say that just because you come from a Semitic group of people means that you can't be anti-Semitic is that it's, it's bullshit. I mean, plain and simple, if you believe what the Bible says about uh, the birthplace of civilization and so on and so forth, technically we're all Semitic people. Yes, because... And that's the thing that I, I love the most is when people, I don't know how white supremacists get by this because uh, in order to be a white supremacist, you have to be Aryan of Aryan descent. Well, if you dig deep enough into anybody's lineage, it's going to go back to Africa. Some, the Middle Eastern portion of the, what we know is the Middle Eastern portion of the world today. So you can't be 100% Aryan ever. It's impossible to be 100% European. How dare you? Thanks, Greta. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the real problem is when you get into like the Hebrew Israelites. Holy crap. That is a black supremacist movement. Uh, yeah. Uh, they have called uh, Jews uh, devilish imposters. They openly condemn whites as evil personified, deserving only death and slavery. Wow. Yeah. Like and, that's I mean, we're 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 seeing it more and more here in the United States with this uh now what are they calling themselves? Uh, the the NFAC not fucking around coalition. Well, it's not. It, it started before that. It started before that, but it's becoming more and more of a militant type, prevalent uh, presence. With, like I said, the the NFAC um, first showing up in Stone Mountain, Georgia, then um, announcing that they were going to be marching on uh, where was it? Is it Louisville, Kentucky? Yeah. Well, I mean, you remember the Covington kids, right? Yes. Okay, so no, this didn't get a lot of coverage, but while the whole thing with the Covington kids and I think, what was his name, Nathan, whatever, whatever that dude's name was. Right. <clears throat> while they were having their little exchange, off to the side, there was a group of Hebrew Israel, Israelites screaming anti-Semitic rhetoric and talking about uh, the patriarchy, like, as much as I hate to sound like a feminist, they were screaming about how, like, a woman's place is in the kitchen and shit like that. So, 
I mean, this this has been going on for years. Yeah. Like I said, it's just it's becoming more prevalent as a militant group with these groups like NFAC, uh, the new Black Panther Party, all of these militant type groups who they share the same ideas and rhetoric. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going back to like, I'm not sure if it was last week's episode or a couple of episodes ago. I think that all identitarian groups should be labeled as hate groups. I agree. I'm talking, it don't matter if you're KKK, uh, Aryan Brotherhood, Black Lives uh, Matter, Black BLM, New Black Panther Party, NFAC. It doesn't, it doesn't it, you, if you are an identitarian group, you should be labeled as a hate group. NAACP. Uh, that's not so much a hate group. I, uh, I, I, I mean, just I understand, because. I understand why that one was started. That one was started. To literally advance colored people because it was, they were, it was absolutely that was the idea behind over. when it they were absolutely. But I mean, is there really a need for it anymore? Is there really a need to have a blacks only scholarship? Is there really a need to have a uh, I know the NAACP is not technically related, but uh, a black entertainment television? Is there any need to have? Uh, you know, media outlets and scholarship funds and everything sourced primarily for a specific group of colored people. I think the real issue is, is there still a need for affirmative action? No, there's that's, not. That's, that's the real question. Do we still need affirmative action? And if you say yes, then you don't really realize what affirmative action is doing. Because of affirmative action, uh, Asian people are getting fucked over. Not white people, Asian people. Uh, not only are the Asian people getting fucked over, but yes, black people are getting fucked over too. Well, because I mean, it, everybody it puts, is getting fucked over, including well, white people. It, it's it's a little bit different for the black people that are getting fucked over because they're getting fucked over in a different way. They're being told that, okay, well, because you're black, we're going to let you into this, uh, into this university. And they get there, and they're not prepared for that university. And so what happens? They become angry, and they drop out. And they say, see, this is what happens. Yeah, this this is what happens when you get something because of the color of your skin and not what you've done. That's why it's, that's why education for, for lack of, for lack of a better, it's a merit based system. What have you done? Okay. Does it meet these minimum requirements? Yes, it does. Okay. You can come here. It's a merit based system. If you've done what you need to do to get there, then you should be able to go there. If you haven't done what you need to do to get there, then there are other places you can go to get the classes and the experience and the education you need to get you to where you ultimately want to go. Right. You, you shouldn't get to skip the line just based on the fact that, well, you're a black dude. You're a black chick. Yeah. Sorry. Having having quotas for... Uh... You know, to say we need to have so many colored people enrolled this fall. We need to have uh, so many people. Uh, we need to have so many males and so many females enrolled. So on and so. First and foremost, if you're not fucking deserving of it, you don't fucking get it. Plain and simple. I don't give a shit what your sex is, what your skin color is. If you didn't earn it, you don't fucking get it. Period. I mean. And that's the thing that that uh, that picture I sent you earlier. Yeah. About the the whiteness thing. That's that's another one of the things it mentioned was uh, merit systems that we perpetuate that as white people. No, that's how the world has always worked. If you do something really well, you are rewarded for that something you did really well. If you do something really shitty then you're not rewarded for that really shitty something that you did. Yeah. This whole, um, 
this whole idea of inclusiveness and everything, it's been it's been perverted. You know, equal opportunity, the <laughs> idea behind equal opportunity has become racist against white, specifically against white males. Uh, I would say that it's more racist against Asians. No, 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 no. I would disagree with you just from my own personal experience. I would disagree with you just based off the numbers of Asian people that have had their scholarship rescinded from Harvard because they're overrepresented. I'm not saying that you're incorrect. I'm saying based off of my personal experience, when I was working for Title Max, I've told this story several times on this show. When I was working for Title Max as a store manager at a store two, two and a half hours away from here, and the store manager position became available at the store 10 minutes from here. And I put in a transfer request for that store and was denied and literally told by the regional manager that that store is in that I could not get that position because they already had a white male working in that store and they needed to have either a colored male or a female to fill that position. <sighs> So because I was a white male, I was <coughs> freaking, uh, what's, what's the word I'm thinking of? Help me out here. Dis discriminated? Yes, thank you. Because I was a white male, I was discriminated against. Well, see, technically speaking, if you really wanted to fuck with him, you could have been like, I'm not a white male, I'm Korean. I mean, yeah. Where were you born? Yeah, that is true. I mean, technically, I, even though I was born overseas, uh, I was still technically born on U.S. soil because I was born on, a, on an American military installation. Yes, but you were born in Korea. That is so true. you can be like, I'm a Korean. You're, you are, you, you're looking at me and seeing a white male, but I'm actually Korean. I'm a Korean. So, I mean, you could have you threw that back in his face. And really fucked with him but you know you didn't i would have because i'm just that kind of asshole no i did i did let it be known to him over the email that uh it hadn't I, I was completely aware of the fact that i was being discriminated against because of my color and my sexual orientation uh, not sexual orientation uh yes <laughs> no you weren't be he didn't hire you because you were a sh because you were straight it was because you were a you, white You man. know what the fuck I meant. I got the Corona AIDS, so don't try and... You know what the fuck I meant. <laughs> you said sexual orientation, You know what the fuck I meant, motherfucker. I got the Corona AIDS. Don't fuck with me. I know where you live, goddammit. And I know where you live, too. Yeah, oh, but you won't so come to my house, but I'll come to yours. I'll be coughing yeah. all over your goddamn door handles on your car and shit. I mean, you can, but... I mean... <laughs> I got Lysol, man. That shit. <laughs> I'll be coughing on shit that you didn't even know I could cough on. That's just that. That's just wrong. Don't you fucking no. Don't you go there. <laughs> I I I can't help it that you confuse gender with sexual orientation. That's you not my fault. You knew what the fuck I meant. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna need you to do better. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. And a, a wild Peter has entered the chat. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, moving on. Yay. <laughs> so, but yes, because of my gender, are you happy? That's better. Because I let him know. In my response to him, that I was very, I was very aware of the fact that I was being discriminated against because of my skin color and because of my gender. Yes, true. Now, if he had discriminated against you uh, based on sexual orientation, you would probably would have had a stronger case. Ugh. Yeah, no, I'm not going to pretend to be gay just to win a lawsuit. Not going to happen. Well, I'm not, not even talking about gay. Like, if he had said, you know, uh, we need a person of color, a female, or a gay person, then you would have had more of a case. Because you know, then, 
you got discriminated in three places. I still remember. I was still on active duty when they did away with don't ask, don't tell. And I'm I'm really surprised at the number of people that I knew in the service who were around when don't ask, don't tell was a thing who probably should have gotten into a shit ton of fucking trouble. Yeah. Because, I mean, once they did away with don't ask, don't tell, I can't tell you the number of times I'd heard people. I mean, even when don't ask, don't tell was a thing, I'd still hear people. Are you, are, are you fucking gay? Of course, just not meaning it like, are you actually gay? It's just, you know, we were we were in the infantry and that's what we did. Well, so I still remember going into an Army recruiting station in Fort Payne because I was thinking of joining the Army with Kurt at one point. And uh, the dude's like, all right, well, let's do your measurements. And he was going to see if I taped. Because I told him, I was like, I'm going to have to lose weight to join. He said, you might not. He's like, you might tape. If you tape good, you're good to go. And I was like, okay, cool. So he gets out the tape and he starts, you know, doing my measurements and he goes to do my waist and he kneels down and he goes, all right, this is the army, but it ain't Clinton's army. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this motherfucker. All right. But yeah, I mean, I heard I, there, there were a lot of people that I knew after the repeal of don't ask, don't tell who they were legitimately asking the question, are you gay? <laughs> Well, you know, and then now, now they can ask and now you can tell. Yeah. And then their, you know, their, their, their justification was they did away with don't ask, don't tell. So I can ask that now. But yeah, I mean, I mean what does knowing do? <laughs> what does having that knowledge help you with? Well, here, here's my thing about it. Like, I think don't ask, don't tell was the stupidest thing ever because I don't care who you're fucking. If we're in a firefight. And you can shoot that rifle well enough to fucking help? I don't care. Shoot your rifle, brother. <laughs> like, kill that son of a bitch and let's go have a beer later. Exactly. Like, uh, I'm just trying to make it home to my family. You're trying to make it home to your family. Gay don't matter. Uh, yeah, exactly. And last time I checked, <laughs> bullets don't care if you suck dick or not. And it, It's the same thing with race. I'm trying to make it home to my family. You're trying to make it home to your family. I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, or Asian. You know, I have you never, in all of my years of experience, I have never seen a bullet fly through the air, stop in someone's face, and go, hey, man, you gay? Oh, oh, you you, you on that shit? Nah, 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 bro. Nah, you good. I ain't gonna shoot you. Go around. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't happen. Of course, if or, I did see that, I'd want to know what the hell was putting my damn food. Um, you were part of a, a military experiment. You were getting LSD in your fucking chow. Oh, that would explain it then. Yeah, that's why bullets start talking. <laughs> did a fucking 18-wheeler just go by your house? Uh, that was more like a 36-wheeler, as loud as that fucker was. Uh, yeah, because like I just heard this loud-ass fucking bass rumble while you were talking, and then it just cut out, and then when you started talking again, I could still hear it. Yeah, man, I, I don't know what it is about this road, but apparently everybody that drives a big-ass truck thinks this is the road to take. It's, it's pretty fucking annoying, especially when you're trying to sleep. Yeah, and that's a tiny-ass fucking road, too, so... Well, not to mention, they'll come through and they'll hit the fucking jack brakes right in front of my damn house. Because they don't... People don't realize how sharp this curve is until they get into the curve. And they're like, oh, shit. So, yeah, you'll be... I'll be dead asleep at, like, 2 in the morning just here. And I'm like, you motherfucker. I've been at your house at two in the morning and heard that. So, yeah, <laughs> I know <laughs> it's, it's fucking stupid. I, I hate it. Oh, Curses—that's the curse of roadside property. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so we're gonna move on from that. That was a little bit of a rabbit trail right there. Ismail, Moby Dick, sort of, kinda. All right then. Hold on. I got to get the fucking story pulled up here again. Here we go. I already got the story. You go ahead. Ismail Casillas. Casillas. 
that yeah that guy this is this is a father in georgia a 41 year old father from georgia uh has been charged after beating a 20 year old male he found in his 14 year old daughter's bedroom knocking out his teeth and firing a gun as the intruder fled okay what site did you get that uh story from uh daily mail okay so my question is because when you clicked on the because i'm on dailymail.com too Right. When you clicked on the link to go back to that, did a pair of titties just pop up in an ad on your face? Uh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got, I clicked in the I clicked the fucking link to get back there, and the first thing I see is a pair of titties. I was like, uh, am I on the right side? <laughs> 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 All righty. Well, that's uh, not. You went from Daily Mail to Daily Porn. <laughs> apparently, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Email turned into e fucked. <laughs> oh Jesus! But uh, yeah, so beat the dog shit out of this dude. Yes, like the guy, the guy's picture, fucking. I mean, he's he is all kinds of fucked up in this picture. Like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to sound racist or anything like that. It is, it is a black guy that he beat the shit out of. Well, uh, I believe the father was a black man as well, was he not? I don't know if he's black or Hispanic. Maybe Filipino. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, he does kind of look. Yeah, he does kind of look Hispanic. But either way, he beat the dog shit out of this dude. Yeah, he did. I mean, uh, you remember you remember the joke that Eddie Murphy made in his stand-up about getting punched in the lip and his lips swelling up and he was walking around looking like fucking uh, Johnny, uh, Johnny Walker? <coughs> yeah. That's what this kid looks like. No, I'm looking at his picture, man. He does not look um, happy. No, he does not. I will say this. If you are a 20-year-old, you have no business sneaking into a 14-year-old's room. And if uh, you do happen to sneak into a 14-year-old's room and their father beats the dog shit out of you, you brought that on yourself. Yeah. Uh, his wife wrote online that their daughter met Humphreys. Uh, Kiwantrez Humphreys is his name. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, wrote online their daughter met Humphreys online playing Xbox, and the man allegedly drove two hours to visit her. See, that, 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 see that's the thing. Like, I play online video games. Um. And as someone that plays online video games, I can say that you have no control over who you meet online. That is correct. But at the same time, with the way I can't speak for Xbox, I know with PlayStation, unless I'm in a party chat with people that I actually know, like you, for example. Yeah. Then if I'm playing online, I don't even have a freaking headset connected and all of the freaking chats are muted. Well, see, back in the day when I was playing a shit ton of Call of Duty, I would leave my headset on and I would uh, I would talk to random people. There's no telling how many times I have played Call of Duty with people below the age of 18. Like, uh, probably, several times. It, it probably happens daily. But to then go, oh, well, you sound, you cool, you cool. Uh, can I, you, you want to hang out? No. No, you don't do that. I have never, it doesn't matter their age. I've never met anyone from my online playing days. Yeah, exactly. Even if I knew, even if I knew the person was a 40-year-old dude, I've never been like, well, let's hang out. Yeah. No, because I'm here to play a game. There are, what... there, there is one person, um, and I met this person in person doing a ghost hunt. And we got to be good friends. We exchanged contact information. We'll get online and play from time to time. Yeah. And there are friends that are friends with this person that I've talked to through these party chats. And some of these people, because I know someone mutually connected to them already in person, I'd probably meet these people in person. But... You know, like you said, somebody just random that you just met online, even if you know it's a grown adult, no, not meeting your ass, sorry. Like, I I just, I don't trust people enough to put my life in someone else's hands. Exactly. And that's what you're doing, because 
that 14-year-old girl that he was supposed to meet could have very easily been a 47-year-old murderer. Precisely. You don't know. Um, and as as that 14-year-old girl, you don't know that 20-year-old man you're talking to isn't a 36-year-old rapist. You don't know who you're meeting. Exactly. So it says uh, Casillas, Casillas, whatever his name is, 41, has been charged with aggravated assault for allegedly attacking and severely beating 20-year-old Kiwantra's Humphreys in the early hours of July 4th after finding the man at the family's home in Coweta County, Georgia. Uh, he's accused yeah. of knocking out and chipping several of Humphreys' teeth <laughs> and choking the young man. And here's the thing about it. Law enforcement had said at one point... Um, the father went too far by asking his wife to go get his gun. And Humphreys jumped up, jumped out of a window, started running. The father met him outside, continued to beat him, and then uh, he took off running and he fired shots at him. That's where police are saying he crossed the line. At that point, he was no longer considered a threat, and he should have just let him go and called the cops and let the cops do their thing. Well, um, no, because if I'm the homeowner owner in this situation, whether you're in my 14-year-old daughter's room, my 14-year-old son's room, or just in a random room by yourself, you are a home intruder. Which I means I can now shoot you in the face legally. Um, it says Georgia law allows homeowners to use force to defend themselves and their families from intruders, but only so long as they present a threat. The, the, okay. Did he get the weapon while the dude was in his house? Uh, it says, uh, it says law enforcement officials have pointed out that Casillas opened fire as Humphreys was running away. It doesn't say if he was still in the house when he got the gun or not. Okay, well, if Casillas got his hands on the firearm while Humphreys was still in the house, then he is still a threat because you don't know that he doesn't have a gun as well. Now, as far as shooting at somebody while they're running away, did he hit him? No. So we don't, we don't know if he was shooting at him or in the air to encourage him to run just a little bit faster. Do you know how many times I've been shot at rolling yards? Uh, probably as many times as I have. Conservative estimate, you know, 20 to 30 times. Okay, I've maybe not that much. I could probably count on one hand the number of times I've been shot at for rolling somebody's oh, yard. Oh, dude, I've been shot at so much for rolling yards. But the thing is, is they're not shooting at me. They are shooting in the air to get me to, to leave their property. And I think that... Okay, here's the thing. I don't know what kind of gun Casillas has, but I think if he wanted to hit him, he would have hit him. I'd agree I with mean, that. I uh, mean, a human-sized target with a pistol. A human-sized target at 20 feet, I'm going to hit you. Yeah. It, that, a human-sized target at 50 feet, I'm probably going to hit you. So a, anything thing, further than The thing is... <clears throat> Like, okay, you getting shot at while rolling somebody's yard. Of all of those yards where you've been shot at for rolling somebody's yard, how many of those were large farm-type properties out in the middle of nowhere, and how many of those were in residential neighborhoods? Oh, most of them were in residential neighborhoods, man. <laughs> See, that's that's the dangerous thought right there, is let's just say, for argument's sake, that he's firing rounds in the air to get him to run faster, and let's just say, for argument's sake, he does live in a residential neighborhood. Whatever goes up still has to come down. Yes, that's true. You know, bullets don't go up in the air and say, okay, yep, he's running, he's not a threat anymore, I'm just going to hang out up here, it's pretty nice up here. Apparently, these bullets are related to the same bullets that don't kill gay people. It's possible. <clears throat> but, but what I'm saying is, if he was trying to shoot him, he either has shitty aim or he wasn't really trying. Well, I mean, not not even commenting on homeboy's fucking skin color. It was dark outside. 
Well, not even that. For like I said, and he doesn't. He didn't necessarily have to be shooting into the air. He could have been shooting into the ground, which is completely safe. You can you can shoot into the ground, and that is completely safe, unless you're afraid you're going to kill an earthworm. Nah, bullets can ricochet off the ground. I've never seen a bullet ricochet off dirt. We don't Concrete, know. Maybe we, and that's the thing. We don't know if he was on dirt or if he was. And uh, you've never seen a bullet ricochet off dirt, fifty cal. That was a whole goddamn mountain. That ain't no, 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 I'm going to say it can fucking happen. I have never shot a bullet directly into dirt and it bounced anywhere. I mean, we're probably talking a one in a million, but one in a million is all it fucking takes. But like like I said, if he was shooting at him, he obviously sucks at shooting. I don't think he was shooting at him. I think he was just letting the dude know, yeah, I got a gun. Don't ever come back. I don't think he will be back because uh, Mr. Humphreys has already been charged with child molestation. Yeah. And uh, what else did it say? I think it, there was another charge on there. <coughs> uh, let's see. It says Humphreys charged with child molestation for allegedly having sexual relationship with underage girl. Ooh. Oh, yeah. He's federally fucked. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's no two ways around it. He, he is fucked. Yeah. I mean, that's that is lifetime registration in all fifty-two states. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think that one's going away. No, I don't think it is either. You're twenty years old, and you were banging a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, people are gonna know about that for the rest of your life. You're going to be, you're going to have to, we're going to send out notifications and you're going to have to go around knocking on door to door going, hi, my name is so-and-so and and I am a registered sex offender. Do they still make people do that? I don't think they make them knock on doors anymore. Um, I know in our area, they, the sheriff's office does send out notification. If, uh, a registered yeah, se- if, a, if a registered sex offender were to move anywhere in my neighborhood, even within a mile of my neighborhood, I'm getting a notification card in the mail. Yeah. I, and, you know, that's that's the way it should be. Um, you, you know, uh, they shouldn't make people go door to door because, you know, it's... Uh, for one, I don't want I don't want people coming to my house. Period. Yeah, I, that's just I don't uh, unless you're like one of my friends or an acquaintance with one of my friends that showed up with one. I don't want you here. Uh, so that's just how that is. So I would I don't want some random person knocking on my door going, "Hey, uh, uh I fuck little kids. Get the fuck off my property. Like, don't send them to my property." <coughs> On the flip side uh, of that coin, too, though, sending out those notification cards, like, there are some people in my neighborhood that, um, they, they, they hold very, very strong feelings about what should happen with, uh, registered sex offenders. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there are. And, I mean, here's the thing about it. You can go on the sheriff's website and you can look look up this individual and see what they were charged with. And see how long they've been a registered sex offender. And, you know, I've talked to a couple of people in my neighborhood. Uh, You know, we had had a registered sex offender move in a couple of years ago. He's already moved out of the area. But uh, I talked to a couple of people in my neighborhood that were, you know, they weren't actively going after this individual. But they said, let me see this motherfucker walking on the street in front of my house. Yeah. See, I think they need to change the age of consent laws in America. 
because right now in Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, you know, the age of consent is 16. Right. That means that technically speaking, it is legal for anyone over the age of 18 to have sex with anyone that is 16 or 17. I think age of consent needs to be the age of majority, which is 18. Because I'd agree with that. Uh, well, the reason I say that is because technically speaking, it is not illegal for someone our age to engage in sexual relations with a 16 year old. The problem comes in with, let's say that you are engaging in sexual relations with a 16 year old, which I think is just fucking nasty anyways. Yeah. But let's say you're one of the people that does it because it's legal and you can do it. You ever piss that person off? All they got to do is say you were raped. They, they were raped. They claim statutory rape yep. and ruin your life. That's why I think they should raise the age of consent to the age of majority, which is 18. That way, hey, if they're not an adult, they're off limits. Yep. And that's the way it should be. Now, you can't really dictate what teenagers do with one another. You know, if two 15-year-olds want to have sex, you can't, dict- you can't say that can't happen. But you can most definitely say that, okay, you're above the age of 18. You don't fuck with anybody below the age of 18. Yeah. And I think that's the way it should be in every state across this country. I if agree. you're above the age of 18, you don't fuck with anybody below 18. And once you get to a certain point, you shouldn't fuck with anyone below the decade that you're in. You know, I mean... See, up, if, until, if up 30- until I was probably... Actually, yeah, up until I was probably 30, uh, my cutoff was you had to be old enough to buy your own drinks. See, I'm, I'm more of a, you know, like, I'm 34, uh, my fiancé is 31. Yeah, and, you know, you know now I'm kind of at the, the point where I'm going, okay, she needs to be at least within five years. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's, that's, I feel comfortable there. You know, within five years, so, like, 29's not out of the realm of possibility, but still, 30's better. Yes, uh, uh, and and that's the thing about it is, you know, aside from yes, you know, it, it, if she can buy her own drinks, is she old enough? Absolutely, yes. Is she mature enough? Fuck no. But see, and but see, that's the thing though. You said you got you you got your five year rule. Exactly. Well, what if you're twenty? Five years is fifteen. Oh no 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 no! When I was twenty, it had to be they they needed to be at least eighteen or and that was the military. Yeah, oh, military I, I didn't that, care what age of consent was she had she had better fucking be 18 years old yeah but that's what i'm saying though what if somebody adopted your five-year rule at 20 15 was is well within the five-year rule that's and technically speaking if they're 16 that's legal and i don't think it should be i don't think it should be either I, I, and I'm not saying that teenagers shouldn't have sex because that's going to happen because everybody has, oh, not everybody, but a lot of people have sex as teenagers. I'm just think, I'm just saying that I don't think 16-year-olds should be put in a position to where they can be coerced by adults. I agree. Because for the most, for the most part, it's the adult that initiates. It's not the 16-year-old child that's going, hey, you know, let's do this, let's do that. No, it's the adult that initiates. And it's it's coercion. Absolutely. So I, th- I say raise it to 18, call it a day. I agree. And I think that's a good spot to leave it. So we're going to leave it there. Don't forget, you can go on Facebook and look us up at Two Beards Talking. Like us, follow us, interact with us. Let us know your thoughts on everything. Um, also, a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work and come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. And a special thank you to one of our monthly supporters, Miss Jennifer Sullivan. We do appreciate that contribution from you absolutely 100%. Um, you can go and look up at the show on anchor.fm. And if you'd like to contribute, we do still have the three tier levels at $0.99, cents, $4.99, and $9.99. So your contribution would be greatly appreciated. Um, I think that's all I got. Matt, you got anything else? Yeah, if you're listening to us because I shared one of our random links in a Tim Pool video, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, if you're one of Tim Pool's followers and you're listening to us because Matt shared the link, special shout out to you as well. We appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, he's got enough followers. He can can share some. Absolutely. And Tim Pool, if you're listening... 
share some of your followers. Hey, Give us hell, a shout out. On, come on the show. You, Adam, or Lydia can come on the show anytime you want. You just fucking drop us a line. We'll, we'll, we'll get you set up. You can get on the show with us. Absolutely. So, Man, we are, we are fighting way out of our weight class with that one. <laughs> That's, oh, like, that's like a four-year-old fighting Tyson. You know what? I think the four-year-old would win. Hey, I don't know, man. You know He's what? Last, tra- <laughs> last rabbit trail before we end, have you seen the advertisements for Shark Week? No, I've not. Tyson is going to be on Shark Week. You're fighting a shark? They're, they're calling it Tyson versus Jaws is the grand finale. Well, this ought to be interesting. <laughs> and what was the, the, one of the ads that I saw right at the end of the ad? They had Tyke Tyke Mison, yeah, no, old Tyke Mison. <laughs> they, they had Tyson come out and say, "Someone is gonna get bit." Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I bet that triggered Holyfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm looking forward to it. Um, was it? First week of August, I think, is Shark Week. I don't know. I don't watch Shark Week. Oh, dude, Shark Week is fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't I uh, love Shark Week. I, I, I just I never got into Shark Week. It just wasn't a thing for me. Well, I think I'm gonna have to watch it now that they got Tyson involved in it. That's gonna be cool as shit. Gonna be cool as shit. <laughs> I can't even fucking do it anymore. Goddamn, Coronade's got it to me. Coronade <laughs> <laughs> ruined your Tyson impersonation. They have. I used to do a pretty damn good one. <laughs> That's racist. No, impersonation is the biggest form of flattery. Well, yeah, you can sound like him, but you better not dress like him. Oh Lord. <laughs> that's a that's a, that's a problem all uh, that's a problem unto itself. Oh fuck it. We're gonna get into one more thing here. Who cares? <laughs> uh, here we go. I was actually having this discussion with somebody. Uh it's been probably about a month ago now. Um, I personally, and you know, he, the person I was discussing this with, uh, my old company gunny, he is a black man. He actually agreed with me on this. Let's say for Halloween, I was entering into a, into a costume contest and I wanted to dress up as, um, Michael Jackson, like Billy Jean, Michael Jackson. And I did the blackface and all that other stuff strictly for the reasons of impersonation. And he didn't see a problem with it. He, he, he didn't see it as racist or anything like that. Personally, I don't either. Now, something say like uh, what uh, Northam did, Governor Ralph Northam, doing yeah. the blackface and the hobo stick and all that other shit. There was a Klansman involved. And a Klansman involved. Now, that is racist. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say there's plenty enough white Michael Jackson to go around that a white man can impersonate him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He bridged the gap, okay? Well, I mean, it's it's, it's a slippery slope there because even though he was white, he still had, you know, the whole curly hair and the jerry curl and everything going on there at one point. So, um I mean, where where do they draw the line at? Are they going to say that because I'm white, I can't impersonate Michael Jackson at all? Uh, technically, you can anything he did. I'm going to say after 1999, you're good. Yeah, but Michael Jackson after 1999, that's not a good impersonation. <laughs> I didn't say it would be. I'm just saying that that is when he was white, and he's. But that that does technically mean that. A black person cannot impersonate Michael Jackson after 1999 because that's whiteface. So, well, apparently, according to Facebook, at least, whiteface is not illegal, is not a hate crime, is not uh, racist in any way, shape, form, or fashion whatsoever. It does not violate their community standards. Yeah, that's true. Fucking fascist book. <laughs> but no, like like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm having this legit discussion with... Um, like I said, my former company, Gunny, he's African-American male, and even he agreed with me that if I was doing it for the reasons of impersonating for a Halloween contest, something along those lines, um, strictly for those reasons, 
a white person dressing up in blackface to impersonate a celebrity is not racist. Well, see, that's the thing, though. If you ask the average American citizen of any race, hey, is is this racist? They're going to say no. Uh, If you ask the average American citizen, is all lives matter racist? They're going to say no. Uh... If it, nine times out of ten, if you ask the average American citizen, is Black Lives Matter racist? They're going to say no. It's those fringe people on the far ends of the spectrum that make the problem. They're the ones saying that's racist. Well, you say it's racist, but these ten people don't say it's racist. And then they become racist trying to explain how it's racist. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. I'm like, wow, you just became the thing you said you don't like just to prove that I am the thing you say you don't like. Oh, dear God, I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to pose that question in, to our listeners on the basis that I posed. You know, Halloween contest, costume contest, whatever. A white person dressing up in blackface to impersonate a celebrity for the reasons of this contest. Do you consider that racist? Go on Facebook. Let us know what your thoughts are on that. Please do. I look forward to speaking with you. Absolutely. So we are officially going to leave it there now. <laughs> you sure? I'm sure. No more okay. no, no more of this Southern goodbye shit. <laughs> All right. So we're done with the Southern goodbyes. It's an official goodbye now. Absolutely. So again, a big shout out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. This has been Two Beards Talking. I'm Daniel Sanders. I'm Matt Lasseter. Thanks for listening, everybody.